Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Happy Easter to each and every one of you. We are delighted and grateful that you are with us here on this Easter day. In fact, as Christians, every day is Easter. And this just happens to be the second Sunday of Easter. We have six more to go. And as we heard last weekend on Easter Sunday, we encountered the empty tomb. Jesus was not there. And as Pastor Westermeyer referenced, Jesus then appeared to Mary. But if you remember, Mary didn't recognize Jesus at first. In fact, she thought Jesus was the gardener, that he had done something with Jesus' body. That is, until Jesus said her name. Mary. Mary. And in that moment, Mary knew that he was indeed the risen Christ, that he was indeed her Lord and her God. So today, we come to the time when Jesus appears before his disciples. But there is one person missing, Thomas. Thomas is nowhere to be seen. So I have to ask you a question. How many of you have been to a sporting event where when the hometown team is trailing, you see people begin to make their way for the exits, this kind of mass exodus, if you will? How many of you have witnessed that before? Okay, full disclosure, how many of you have been part of that mass exodus? <laughs> All right, I would venture to bet that most of us have been in that uh, situation at one time or another. But what happens every so often after you have left the game? There is some miraculous comeback, right? I was certainly hoping and praying about that last night with the Wild, but, well, that was, that was too bad. But every so often, there's this miraculous comeback, and we sit and say, well, you know what? I will believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I read about it, when I hear about it. I will not believe it until I actually see the comeback on my phone or on TV or on my computer or somebody who is very reliable tells me exactly what happened. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I can't help but think perhaps Thomas left a little too early and missed out on a miraculous comeback. In fact, I can see the disciples at that moment saying to Thomas, you should have been here. You missed out. Jesus returned. Jesus is alive. The risen Christ was right here in our midst. And what was Thomas's response? I'll believe it when I see it. I need to put my hands in his hands and my hand in his side. And when I have done that, that I will indeed believe that he is the risen Christ. So what's another name that Thomas often goes by? Doubting. And so we say doubting Thomas with a little bit of a sneer, or we cast judgment on Thomas as if though we ourselves have never experienced doubt in our lives, or we think it is impossible to doubt the story of the risen Christ. Frederick Buechner, a theologian and writer, said this about doubt. Doubt is the ants in the pants of faith. It keeps it alive and moving. 
So today, we encounter Thomas moving. We encounter Thomas moving from skepticism and doubt into a place of belief and then profound profession of faith. My Lord and my God. This is where John is leading you and me and all who come to read the Gospel. The hope being that after hearing and reading the word from the Gospel of John, those will, there will be people who will come to faith and those who already believe will continue to believe in the risen Christ. In fact, he makes it very clear as to what his purpose was in writing the story of Jesus. He makes his mission very clear to you and me. Take a look at the top of your bulletin, or you can turn to page 989, but the top of your bulletin may be easier. And let's read together John's purpose for writing the Gospel. John's mission in writing the Gospel. It begins with verse 30, and it's right towards the end of the Gospel. Let's read together. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and through believing you may have life in His name. That through believing you may have life in His name. So we gather here week in and week out not to make God happy or in order to even make ourselves happy, but we gather here so we may encounter and be encountered by the living, risen Christ. And we gather here so we too can experience the very peace of the Lord that Jesus spoke to the disciples so long ago. And that peace that Jesus speaks of when he says the peace of the Lord in the context of the time, Jesus saying the peace of the Lord be with you had nothing to do with hoping and praying for the absence of struggle or the absence of challenge, but rather the hope and the promise of the presence of love. And we need that peace, do we not? We need that very peace in our lives. Because day in and day out, we may experience some of the greatest joys in our lives, some of the most wonderful celebratory moments, but we also encounter moments that are filled with deep grief and deep sorrow, and deep pain and anguish. And we need that peace to come into our lives. I'd be willing to bet that there are many of you on this morning that are carrying heavy burdens upon your shoulders or in your heart or on your mind. And we hear these words from Jesus then spoken not only to the disciples long ago, but to you and me in the here and now. Peace be with you. So we come and experience God in the Word 
and in the bread and the wine and in the waters of baptism that we will experience and witness moments from now so we might leave renewed in our faith, renewed in our hope and love and confidence in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to life everlasting. That in all that we do, death will never have the last word. That we too will rise with Christ. So perhaps you have missed out on some of the greatest comebacks of all time in sports history, or perhaps you have missed out on some wonderful events in your own family lives. But because of Thomas, because of Mary Magdalene and all the disciples, and because of John in his writing of the gospel, the accounts of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, you didn't miss the most miraculous comeback ever. You didn't miss the most incredible event, the most amazing story ever told. And because they saw the risen Christ, well, through them, we have seen the risen Christ too. May we come with that same profession, my Lord, and my God. So on this day and in the days and weeks to come, may the peace of the Lord be with you always. And may you share that peace with the world around you with great joy and great belief. Let it be so. Amen.